3: You hear the sound of those sirens. Thank you for listening to another edition of The Outsider's Edge. This is not a very happy start to our show. Um, This is your boy, Mr. Kyle Moores. I am here with my brother, Rance, a.k.a. Ray Cash. Um, We just would like to start our show today by sending our well wishes and saying rest in peace to Daphne, um, who tragically passed away this week. Due to some personal struggles that she wasn't able to get on the other side of. And so we are going to start the show this week with just a short moment of silence for Daphne and for um, the victims of suicide. And just so y'all know, September is Suicide Prevention Month, and if you or someone you know is struggling, um, the National Suicide Hotline number is 1-800-273-8255. Uh, reach out, y'all. Uh, take care of
2: yourselves. Before, and We're going to take a quick break because there's no, way to, there's no real fair way to segue from this to wrestling. Um, but we'd be remiss, and we'd be, quite frankly, terrible people who care about this business if we didn't mention it and show some love and give some respect. But I also want to mention everybody today is saying reach out to, the, to your people, and that's true. But someone, a good friend of mine, reminded me today that when you're at that point, sometimes it can be too late. So I think it's important to note that don't just reach out to your people when you think things are bad. Reach out to them before they get to that point. Like, let's keep a dialogue. Let's take care of everybody and each other that we care about and not wait till we think things are dire to jump in. I'm not saying that that you shouldn't do that then, too. But like, if you care about somebody, don't wait till the last minute to reach out to them because you never know how just a text message or a call or a tweet or the simplest of simplest message of love can change their day, their week, their month, sometimes their life. So just care about the people that you say you care about.
3: And lastly, y'all, um, if you see that video that's going around, report it, get it banned, get it taken down. That's trash. Don't be trash. Yeah. It's it's
2: it's not for anybody's visuals. Don't it it glor- should
3: never exist. Don't glorify someone's final moments. That's really gross.
2: Uh, Well, we want to give one more hearty rest in peace to Daphne. We um, want to show her love, not only from me and Kyle, but and Carl. I can speak for him. But for the entire chair shot and all of us fans, we're going to take a break and uh, we'll be right back.
1: Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
2: Hey folks, PC Tony here.
0: Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save ten percent on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code Chairshot. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code Chairshot to save ten percent. That's angrylemonade.net.
3: <laughs> five. dollars Five ninety-nine per month. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv.
0: Go to powerslam.tv promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv promo code chairshot.
3: The chairshot.com. Always use
2: your head.
3: You know, it's only fitting we go from one legend in women's wrestling because people that are younger fans don't realize like Daphne was a legend. Like, Scream Queen was not a joke. It She was the kind of legend that, like, isn't Lita type legend, but she was way ahead of her time. She was a performer that was way ahead of her time, and she was very organically over
2: in WCW. Everybody who's a legend in wrestling ain't gotta be a wrestler. Yeah. That's the point to note. And while Daphne wrestled, she's not known or, or not remembered for her wrestling. No. She's remembered for having one of the craziest, most memorable gimmicks of all time. And just owning every
3: inch of it. It was so yeah. great. And it's so—it's only right for us to go from one icon of women's wrestling to Good word. Good word. another icon of women's wrestling. This one was an icon in the ring and in every sense of the word. Y'all, Awesome Kong retired last, last week. Pretty big. Um, she made an appearance at NWA's um, most recent event, power. Yes. Um, she came to the defense of Gail Kim, which was in and of itself kind of an homage to their history. Uh, Rance, you and I have plugged it on the show a million fucking times. Y'all, if you have not seen the Gail Kim Awesome Kong feud from Impact, it is one of the only times that this show will ever advocate to find something impact related.
2: Oh, hey, we can talk TNA till about twenty twelve all day long. Cause that was fantastic. And I can't stand Gil Kim as a performer. And even I can acknowledge that those matches are the hot fire. They had such they had such chemistry, and part of
3: what made Awesome Kong so so great. Um, you know, we'll get to her speech at the end, which was very different for her. Because part of what made Kong so great is, in TNA, she never fucking talked.
2: Yeah. Rashida she was Shack, a right, silent,
3: right. Yeah. like, just the silent assassin. She had Rashida Saheed, um shout, hey, Who is
2: Chilly to Melissa, so shout out to Chilly to Melissa for that.
3: Yeah, as her, like, mouthpiece the entire time. Um, and she was just this big, imposing, like, dominant monster force of a heel wrestler and it was so amazing for the time and then she goes to wwe and you know she gets pregnant she deals with some personal issues and things just didn't work out and yeah that really sucked but you know it's not my fault shit yeah happens. it's not necessarily anybody's fault you know shit exactly shit fucking happens but then she like got this like second resurgence because she got to be in Glow and she was such a fucking awesome-ass character.
2: How dope is that, right?
3: Yeah, like, and to be one of the actual wrestlers who's part of the show, who's, like, making sure that that show showed respect to the business. Yes. Which is part of why, if you're a wrestling fan and you have Netflix, you should watch Glow. Like, they pay respect to the business. And it's a good show.
2: And even if you... I'm, I'm... I mean, I'm not a, I'm not much older than you, but I'm old enough to have watched some of the actual old school glow because my cousin was a fanatic of it and recorded all of them. So I got a chance to see like that stuff when it was really happening. So I when I was a glow uh, alumni, I, Tina Ferrari. So when it uh when it came to the show, instantly I was excited because, number one. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling, and shout out to David David Lane because or David McLean whichever one it is because he restarted WOW Women of Wrestling, which is actually pretty pretty decent. It's yeah. and it's very it's, it, it's kind of staying true to the truth to the, the 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 speed or the heart of Glow. It's very gimmick heavy, but like as the years went on, Women of Wrestling, which still exists, actually stepped up in the ring. But it was really cool to see that. And it was cool to see it did. It was nothing like the actual glow that really existed, but it was really cool to see how they integrated the the heart of that into a television format. And shout out to Chavo Guerrero, shout out to John Morrison, and shout out to Carlito who played all played really big roles in helping train the girls. Yeah, and I'm, and, and of course I'm sure Kia did too. Um, sorry, awesome talk. Oh, sure, absolutely. But like to see, um oh my god what's the main character um her real name she's she's um james franco's little brother's wife Allison Bree. Um, she yes. says that she had the time of her life doing that role and that's her favorite role to date so and like to the point where like in the later in the later seasons she didn't have a stunt double she did all of the wrestling work herself because she loved it so much that's pretty cool because wrestling is fun, we tell speaking, people all the fucking time that shit is fun. Speaking of fun, go go watch Hills. Have
3: I mean, you seen have Hills yet?
2: A, no, I don't have a Star subscription. I need to, I need to hook you up, dog. Hills is so fun. It, it now don't get oh, me wrong. I, I'll it's, I'll give it
3: a shot. You know, Amel Amel respects the business, so like he's gonna put out something.
2: It's very respectable to the business. It gets a little dark and gritty because it's not as fun and poppy as. Glow can be, but it again, is very true to what we have been told the business is, but I just want to shout that out because like you said, wrestling is fun and watching wrestling on TV, like not wrestling, but wrestling serial dramas is even more fun, I think.
3: Well, and so, you know, more than anything though, because Kong did at the end of, you know, she came to Gail Kim's rescue and then she gave a big speech where she said, you know, I'm done, I'm out, this is it for me. Um, And we wanted to take a moment because Awesome Kong provided us with a lot of just, like, fun and entertainment. And, like, we on this show always looked forward to an Awesome Kong match. Um, And we just wanted to take a moment to give her those flowers and to, like, wish her well in literally everything that comes for her in the future.
2: Also important to note. You know, we live through a WWE-centric world where the victor goes to spoils, so a lot of history is told through the eyes of the WWE. But if you really are paying attention, while you have to give so much credit to Triple H and NXT for evolving wrestling, women's wrestling as a whole, down there at the Impact Zone, Kong, Taylor Wilde, uh, Gail Kim, love. Angelina Love, Velvet was there uh hamada madison rain um madison rain um uh, mr terrell odb like they um katie lee birchill was what, is, what is she called on that winter or whatever she was i think so yeah like they like they were putting in work and that is the first time in this side of the world where we looked at women I, that wasn't trish and, and they Lita were, and said they can wrestle and they were putting in such work that when
3: a, when a legit wrestler within WWE got released, a legit women's wrestler got released during the height of the Divas era, they were just like, "Oh, fine, fuck it, I'm gonna go to Impact where I can like mm-hmm. actually wrestle." That's where Mickey that went. Excitement. That's where Victoria went. Like every and time, in fact,
2: Mickey was treated better in, in totality yeah. in TNA Impact than she was in WWE in totality.
3: There were in moments of choice. And, and a lot of that it was because, you know, and she'd be the first to admit this, is because she was able to come into Impact as I am legendary wrestler, yes. Mickey James, because yes. I have had a Hall of Fame career on the biggest stage, and I have had the big WrestleMania moment with Trish Stratus, and yes. blah, blah, blah. Like, I am the legend in this shit mickey james and so you're gonna treat me like a legend and she was smart enough to go into tna at the height of oh you came from wwe what can we do for you
2: man they let her they gave her let her do a record Hardcore deal and everything. country man um she found
3: her husband because i think that's where she met magnus i don't even i don't think they had met prior to that i'm pretty no, sure it, that where she met him
2: if we can I pivot real quick since yeah. we're on since we're on we've mentioned NWA very, very slightly. Two questions for you. Okay. Number one, okay. did you catch in power? I did not catch in power. I didn't either. And and I want to explain that. Because I, I have a reason.
3: I legitimately and, forgot like when it was. I legitimately I didn't,
2: did. I didn't forget, but I have a legitimate mm-hmm. reason. And it's it's a little fucked up, but it's almost kind of a a test for me. Okay. There's there was so much rhetoric about Mickey getting this show and them t- WWE brass not not Vince, not Bruce, but like somebody they're telling her that women's re- wrestling doesn't draw, and we've all heard the rumors, which are somewhat substantiated. That uh, Evolution was a very low-drawing, low watch pay pay-per-view in totality compared to the other ones. And so that's why that was, that was their justification for not doing a second. And a lot of that is bullshit, but there may be some truth to that, but it's still bullshit in total. They could do it if they wanted. And so this Empower thing was her way of showing that what women's wrestling does draw. I want to sit back and say, I support everything. Let me sit back and just watch. I don't want to be the I don't really want to be a supporter this time. Cuz I'm I support every single time. I buy merch, I buy every show, we we talk all the time. We don't watch shit that we don't buy. I want to see what's going to happen here because I want to see that they, I want to see and I know I'm one person so I'm, I'm this is a stupid thought process. But I wanted to see <clears throat> how well they could do. Just on just on the goodness of their backs being an NWA property because I don't think it's going to do well and that's a t- tragedy because women's wrestling should do well but man I N- didn't w- know when the it- no tickets
3: here's my thing here's my thing uh, because it was on the uh, backs of the NWA and you know this is me being a lazy fan absolutely like cuz I could have put in the nose work for this but like
1: You're busy. just as a you casual a
3: life no but just as a casual person I didn't know when the show was I didn't know who was on it Like I didn't know what the card was. I didn't know what the main event was. Like, what are the what was she selling me other than she was putting the show together? I didn't know like anything about it going in. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that as an indictment of women's wrestling or an indictment of Mickey James. I'm saying that as someone who I am a fan of wrestling, but I'm not a deep enough fan that I'm keeping up with what the fuck the NWA is doing, and the NWA don't market itself. I follow shit tons of wrestlers on Twitter, and I see shit tons of things going through my wrestling Twitter. I ain't see shit from the NWA in terms of marketing for this show. Yeah.
2: the, the main event
3: no of the, promotion for this show from them.
2: The main event of the show was Camille, who is their women's champion, okay. versus Layla Hirsch. Okay. I don't know who Layla Hirsch is. Layla Hirsch is a good performer, but she's yeah. like the 12th woman on AEW. And I'm and I i I'm not saying that as a diss, but I'm saying, if you look at a roster, you're going to count about 12 people before you get to Layla Hirsch. But she was the title, was the main event. The co-main was Deonna Purrazzo defended, um, I don't know if it was the TNI title a women's title there, or the AAA women's title, one of the women's titles, against Molina. So, that seems but like they had, the had some cool moments. Match. Well... But the NWA I know, I know,
3: I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You have to put your champion last on your show. I get it. I'm just saying, if you put the Layla Hirsch versus Camille on one side and Melina versus Tessa on the other side, I'm not even trying to hate on Layla and Camille, but, like, that's Tessa and Melina.
2: Not Tessa. Diana. Probably.
3: Deanna, even better. Yeah. Because Deanna's not yeah. a toxic piece of shit.
2: No, and be, to be fair, Tessa's a piece of shit, but she would have she would have got some got some buys. Oh, Just Tessa would
3: have definitely got some buys. Just saying. But, but like, but even Diana, even better, because she's not a shitty person. But yeah. yeah. So yeah, Deanna and Melina. I'm gonna pick Deanna and Melina.
2: And Chelsea Green won the invitational battle royal too. The my second question was: the next night they had NWA 73. The most notable thing uh, was, you know, Ric Flair came and had that big promo, but the main event was um, Mr. Magnus, Nick Aldis. Yeah, yeah. Ten pounds um, of gold. Ten pounds of gold, who's had that belt for, it feels like, ten pounds of years.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say, hasn't he had that belt? I think legitimately we're on like calendar year three or four. I think we are legitimately on calendar year three or four of him with the belt, with,
2: with the exception of him losing to Cody for like three months. Yes, it's been about that long. Uh, he faced Trevor Murdoch. Now, before you laugh, because I laugh too, let me tell you why. The okay, reasoning apparently, tell tell the reasoning apparently was because they were in St. Louis. They were in a very historical building that NWA used to run in St. Louis. And if you know, the most popular wrestler out of St. Louis is Harley Race. Trevor Murdoch apparently trained under Harley Race and looks fairly like Harley Race. So this was almost, it it feels like an homage to Harley and St. Louis. Hold on. Don't don't say nothing yet. Don't say nothing yet. okay. The winner of said match was Trevor Murdoch. Trevor Murdoch is your new NWA NWA World's Champion. Now, please, because I needed you to hear that part before you fully bloviated your feelings. Please. Deep breath, deep breath, deep breath, deep breath.
3: Out (laughs) of respect for Lance Cade, I will not sit here and laugh at the fact that Trevor Murdoch is now the NWA World's Champion. I will say that that does not give me much confidence in the National Wrestling Alliance as a promotion, (laughs) nor does it instill much faith in Billy Corgan. Um, You know, when I compare where the NWA is right now and where Impact is right now, maybe it's a good thing that Anthem bought the Owl folks. Um, But out of respect for Lance Cade, I will not laugh on this show.
1: He <laughs> <And Trevor Murdoch,
2: laughs> world champion. I love that caveat on this show. with respect. And I know we started the show with some very with a very somber tone, so I want to be respectful to these guys, but Les Cade and 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 Trevor Murdoch been apart for a long time. I think Trevor Murdoch can get this work without being attributed back to Les Cade. I'm just saying. now, now, let's say this. Sherman Murdoch as a wrestler is mad deserving of a of a of a respectable thank you something like this. I'm not against that in, in the idea in perpetuity. The issue is that number one, this is this is your main, this is the champion of your company, which you're trying to build back up into notoriety. Number one. Yep, number, yep. number two, all this has held his belt forever. And before that, Tim Storm did everything he could other than go to people's houses to make the belt relevant. And number three... Cody
3: won the fucking belt at All In.
2: Which people say was
3: the biggest point of the night. And it was was the biggest pop of the night on the show, but also that was probably the biggest
2: non-WWE show of its time in like a decade. I know biggest. It's clearly, it's definitely. The third reason why I think this is a bit ridiculous is simply this. Your NWA national champion is Chris Adonis, a.k.a. Chris Masters. Not a bad choice. Good wrestler. Great look. Isn't he like 42 now, though? Well, no, he's not that old. Remember, he was 19 when he signed. Sure, I'm going to look it up, but continue talking. Your NWA television champion, which people equate the the company with, is Tyrus, a.k.a. uh, Brutus Clay. And now... Only 38. Now your NWA world's champion is Trevor Murdoch. When you look at your champion oh, Speaking
3: of Brodus Clay, here like I'm gonna take a second to get this man some fucking work. Did you see that fucking clip of this motherfucker yeah. taking the laziest goddamn dive off the fucking tur- Why the fuck you get up there, huh? Why you get up there, bitch? Fox News not writing big enough checks? What the fuck is
2: this? Have you have you ever seen a turtle try to jump off of a ledge and fall and roll? That's it. Looked like a turtle. I mean, shit. I wish that
3: turtle would have fell. Fox News ass motherfucker.
2: So we'll go at Tyrus, but we can't. We can't give Trevor Murdoch this work?
3: I mean, I I'm trying to be respectful of the deceased ribs, and I made a promise <laughs> not to laugh on this show. My chest still hurts from the mute laugh. Okay, oh, my chest boy. still hurts. From that conniption that you watched me have.
2: That may be a segment. Mute laughs. That may be a segment we Totally
3: make that a segment. Mute laughs.
2: laughs. Um, (laughs) Oh, my No, but, like, in all
3: seriousness, though, in all seriousness, if we're going to keep it a buck, if we're going to keep it a buck, like, Billy, that's fucking embarrassing, dog. That's fucking embarrassing. And it's, like, uber fucking embarrassing, because, like, WWE has released a hundred fucking people over the last six months, and all of them have not signed to big companies yet. And all of them would be the biggest name you got that's not Nick Aldis. So, like, what the fuck
2: is this? I somebody listening, hit me up at It's Ray Cash. Tell me if I'm wrong. Has any of any of the people that's been released even worked in the NWA show this year?
3: I don't think so.
2: I don't think they've gotten anybody.
3: Maybe it tells you about how maybe that tells you how much they're paying.
2: Well, there's there's pain, which is a big part, but there's also prestige. And these boys wanna be seen you gonna man look if i the
3: promotion fallen that like the young bucks of the industry No AEW. The young bucks of the industry are like Ooh, I want to go to that company. I could go to MLW. I could go to Impact. I could go to ROH. And,
2: well, NWA was always at the bottom. They were always at the bottom, even when even when Power was killing it. When Power was killing it, I no, mean I, they had.
3: How far has the brand fallen since its height? It's oh, fun. NWA?
2: Yeah,
3: that's what I'm saying. Oh no, I it's can tell you
2: how. I, I'll tell you how far the brand's fallen. The brand <laughs> fell so bad they gave it to other companies just to keep it relevant. The brand fell. So-
3: I mean, the brand was doomed. This brand used to own Starcade, y'all. This brand used to own Starcade.
2: Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat was in NWA. Dusty Rose versus Ric Flair was in NWA. NWA. The first four games was in NWA. I'm just saying, dog.
3: All of WCW's greatest hits were originally the NWA's property.
2: <laughs> Look. I, I ain't mad at Billy Corbin's hustle. I appreciate what he's trying to do, but it ain't working for me. I uh, can I'm only
3: out. live off that melancholy and the infinite sadness money for so long, bruh. The only people who are infinitely sad now are us as fans.
2: Uh, but if I can give him props, one thing is this, besides the fact that he's loaded, is this. When everybody zigs, that motherfucker's choosing the zag. I mean, he <laughs>
3: told us in the album, man, despite all his rage, he's still just a rat in a cage.
2: God. Journalism out of this shit, like wow, <laughs> that's well, PC Tunny level bad.
3: I mean, yo, I had to give Brian a laugh.
2: All right, <laughs> he'll definitely pop him that one. He'll I pop know.
3: off. It was a terrible joke. I don't care. Um, anyway, no, nah, there ain't no way to journalism out of a joke that bad. So, do you, like, do you want to take a break and move? I was to the gonna play when we come back from our break, hey, we're gonna talk about AEW All Out, which is their biggest show of the year. Which in the wrestling calendar, I guess, honestly, makes it like the second or third, fourth biggest show of the year.
2: Well, something like that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's, top,
3: it's definitely in the top five in terms of most important shows in wrestling in a calendar year. Period. Understand. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. And we're gonna talk about it when we get back. By the way, while we take this, before take this break, I'd like to implore you, young, strapping ladies, gentlemen. And those of you who don't identify as such.
3: Buy shirts,
2: shameless plugs. <laughs> what he said. ProResentees.com that's a chair shot. You like the way you look. I guarantee it. it and is. by the way. You'd like it even better
3: if you were wearing some of our shirts. Like the one that says hashtag journalism.
2: Because we're
3: professionals hey. in this bitch.
2: I mean. Maybe. <laughs> we'll be right back. Sierra. Hotel. India. Echo.
3: Delta. Shield. Hey folks, listen up,
0: PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog with products and services. Use the promo code ChairShot to save
3: 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Pins, stickers, illustrations.
0: angrylemonade.net. This is my yard now. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com.
2: Thechairshot.com. Always use your head.
1: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at Current.Tech.
3: No, so let's, like, get into this. Um, So, obviously, the biggest show of the year is WrestleMania. Indeed. And then the number two is definitely Wrestle Kingdom. My question, ultimately, is because... AEW's biggest show it's, it, is it bigger than SummerSlam or not bigger than SummerSlam because like that's where I, I'm trying to figure out where it is in that hierarchy uh, part of me wants to say yes bigger than SummerSlam because if we're just talking about biggest show from each of the biggest federations then it would have to go Wrestlemania, then Wrestle Kingdom, then All Out but if we're talking about just like biggest wrestling shows of the wrestling year like SummerSlam is still fucking huge too
2: I, I I hate to do this to you, but I don't even think All Out oh, is their biggest show. I think Double or Nothing is really because Double or Nothing was their first show.
3: I guess you know you're right. I just guess I guess I just always associate All In and All Out together, and like All In. And
1: is let me their repeat this for, for those for listening. Me, it's, it's not an
2: AEW show.
1: A it is a of Ring
2: honor of, honor of Honor show. They finagled the holy hell. They oh, the Ring
3: Jeff of Ring of Honor. Oh yeah, we're turning him into a verb. They Jeff oh, Jarrett Ring of Honor.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Natural Born Finesse. hmm
3: Oh yeah, like the the award is named after him, so we're turning him into a verb. They Jarrett,
2: they double J. Well, if if we're being fair, the Young Bucks' first job wasn't TNA. I mean,
3: I mean, they sat at the learning tree, had a finesse of company.
2: And Cody is a Rose, and you know the Rose and the jarrett, they, they break bread. So, I mean... Well, I
3: mean, you know, if there's one thing Dusty knew how to do, it was sell grift. <laughs>
2: hey, I love me some Dusty, if you will. Oh, right. I love
3: Dusty. Dusty had the gift of gab like no other.
2: So, before we, before we start talking about this show, it's important to note, by the way... There was this change weekend, in the car i I'm, I'm very major change in the card, which I'm quite upset about. But we'll talk I'm about that.
3: I'm super upset about it. But, like, we'll um, get to it in a second. Yes,
2: yes. Um, Andrade versus Pac is off the card. We'll talk about that after we go through the card. But I'm, I'm, I'm noting it because the Women's Casino Battle Royal
3: is now on the card. Yes,
2: that's normally on the buy-in. And so now look-
3: they add... Um,
2: well, let, let me fucking tell the card! Oh, my B. My, my goodness! I didn't do all this work to pull up this website for nothing. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm, you have it, I'm, my brother. You have it. I, I'm, I don't give a fuck about this match anyway, so if we could, you can could say whatever you
3: want. Well, no, go, because you've got it pulled up in front of you, and I can't remember names.
2: Chuck Taylor, well, best friends. Chuck Taylor, Willie Yuta, and Orange Cassidy. Remember, Trent Beretta is hurt. Yep. And then okay. Jurassic Express, so Jungle Boy and um, the Dinosaur. Versus the Hardy family office of Matt Hardy, um the uh evans and angelico and private party so flippy News. oh yeah flippy
3: news but like first of all first of all first of all hardy family office is just like too disjointed there's like no seeming rhyme nor reason to uh to the people that are in it
2: there's one reason oh everybody they ain't got shit to do yeah they put up in hardy under the guise of we want money yes
3: yeah, it's just but like so like it's not hitting like the Hardy family office can miss me with that bullshit like I would rather see more of the factory with Q T Marshall and that's real sad but anyway
2: that's um, pretty I you boy you, we almost ended the show And as <laughs> like that's real pathetic isn't it Q T Marshall don't get no love on this sh- I'm playing I'm playing <laughs> uh, um, but
3: anyway um no but like obviously I'm gonna pick the team that's got Orange Cassidy and Jungle Boy on it. <laughs> <laughs> because hey, this, is an this is an AEW show, and that team has Jungle Boy and Orange Cassidy on it.
2: And shout out to Willie Yuta who looks great. And shout out to Willie
3: Yuta who just seamlessly integrated into Best Friends. Like,
2: Weird, didn't he? He has nothing in common, but yeah, let's do it. But it's be- no. Here's why it works. Here's why
3: it works. Because the core crux of Best Friends was Orange Cat, or like wasn't even Orange Cassidy. It was Chuck Taylor and Trent. Setting up this like this weird dynamic of no, nah, like we're just two dudes who just really love each other. We hold hands and hug. It's a cool vibe. And then Orange Cassidy was like, "Yeah, I love this vibe, and I don't give a shit about anything. So like, I'm gonna hang out with these dudes. And so now like that is the real stable of just like, well, let's pick people with random ass personalities and just throw them with this, throw them in this group of good vibes." Because that's all Best Friends is. is It's just a giant group of good vibes.
2: I appreciate that you took the time to think of that, because I guarantee you, Tony Khan did not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They didn't give it an origin, but I did. (laughs) It's it's usually a rule of thumb that unless it's a title match, the face wins the buy-in match, the pre-show match. It's usually a rule of thumb. So moving on to the regular card, the Women's Casino Battle Royale. And remember... It's a little convoluted, but it's a cool idea behind it. Twenty-one people in the match. Five women are going to be the clubs. Five women are going to be the spades. Five well, the clubs. Five diamonds. Five hearts. Five spades. And then the and then the joker.
3: Have they announced um, everyone in the match, or are there well, unannounced spots?
2: There's going to be some unannounced spots. I'm going to announce people. Good because that I want me. us
3: to make predictions.
2: While I, yes, while I name these people, can you count them off for me? Okay. So Nyla Rose, Julia Hart, Big Swole, The Bunny, Thunder B- 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 Rosa. Oh. Thank you very much. Red Velvet, Ty Conti, Penelope Ford, Diamante, Hikaru Shida. Wow, we're Isikura. at
3: ten, and these are all women who are regularly featured. That's impressive.
2: Uh, okay, you're counting the you're counting the YouTube shows too, but yes. Um. Amy Sakura, Jay Cargill, Kiara Hogan, Abaddon, Kylie, Kylin King, Layla Hirsch, the returning Anna Jay, and announced today in the, the media card called Riho. So that leaves two regular spots and one Joker. And I know, I, I already know who the Joker has to be, don't you?
3: Um, I mean, I can think of a few people, so go ahead and give me who... The most
2: popular is. woman available to the world right now, Ruby Soho. Oh, that's right. Ruby. Oh, it is. Yeah, you're right. So Joker's probably Ruby. Um, if it's not Ruby, it's got to be somebody really worth it because their Jokers have not been very strong to me. Brian Cage, Matt Seidel, uh Leo Rush was cool, but it wasn't what I needed it to be. Like, it
1: just...
3: So, who are the, really so let's let's. It, I think it's you're probably right. It probably is Ruby. But let's think about who are the women that are available. Um, the iconics. Uh, oh,
2: I didn't think about that.
3: Well, they're back together because like they put yes. a tweet out. I forget what they said. They're calling themselves the now. Inspiration. Inspiration with the two eyes. Yes.
2: Uh, um, um, Vanessa Bourne is available now, aka yeah. Danielle Camella, which is yeah. her real name. Danielle Camella, mm-hmm. real name. Um, I don't know who else is available. Who else is on the, on their, on their card? That's not, who else is signed to them? That's not on there. Um, I
3: mean, the only other people I could think of. So, I mean, Britt obviously is not
2: going to be in it, nor is Rebel. So Uh, Jamie Hayter might pop in there. She might. Yeah. She could pop in there. And that could be a fun story of Jamie trying to win so that nobody faces Britt. Yeah. That could be fun. Yeah. Uh, uh,
3: uh, uh. And then who's Brit facing for the title? later in the well, card, that's, Chris it.
2: Statlander. We'll that's it well, that's what I'm
3: saying, but like that, I think they're the only ones oh, they might bring Maki Ito out, but I doubt she would leave Japan if she's back in no. Japan, because like international yeah. travel's a bitch right now
2: well, Riho's here and Emi Sakura's here, so maybe. I mean,
3: you know that's a maybe, but other than that you know
2: I'm looking up they the, could, pull, they
3: could pull some women from Impact maybe bring in Akira Hogan
2: how about diana someone uh that was pitched to me yesterday by um shout out to Andrew Blaz AK yeah Blass.
3: oh yeah yeah yeah
2: diana why not you For know sure. I'll beat everybody me, over here they
3: bring in the NWA women all the time as well so you can't count out like a Serena Deeb or
2: um Camille did I say Yuka Sasaki did I mention her I can't remember. I don't think so. You could be a nice spot for with nice shot because you could. Uh, oh no, it can't be Serena because Serena hurt her knee. Camille, Mickey James, maybe that would be a fun. thing. Yeah, yeah,
3: both of those are possible. Okay. Um, so there's but some all possibilities the... on this. Yes. Ultimately, I honestly think ultimately the inspiration will end up in Impact because
2: Impact has tag team championships. Much better. Much, it's a much better spot for it because they actually use their women. Well, yeah, who, who do you give Kira
3: Hogan impact? and her partner something
2: to do? No, Kira Hogan left. Oh, Kira Hogan. Yes, Kiera Hogan left Impact. This is how bad the Forbidden Door is for women. They have a deal with Impact and Kiera Hogan had to leave Impact to go work AEW. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Forbidden Door. So uh, assuming Ruby Soho is the Joker, who do you have winning this bad boy? There was a there was a segment on Dynamite where Jade Cargill and Nyla both tag teamed on uh, Thunder Rosa. It wasn't like they worked together, but like Thunder Rosa was talking that hot shit. The heels were like, "We ain't hearing it," and beat her ass down. Those are probably your three favorites going into this bad boy, and then Ruby would be the fourth.
3: I <clears throat> I think my fave to actually win is probably Thunder Rosa because she's over like fucking Rover. And they're in Chicago and you know Chicago gives and it her by. and her And her and Britt already have history.
2: And that'd be such another good fucking match. My god, it could be so um, good.
3: So, like, I think she's probably my favorite. Another person that I wouldn't count out to make it late in the match, I don't think she's gonna win, but I wouldn't count her out to make it late in the match is Anna Jay. Um Just because... Is generally over. Um, I'd,
2: I'd see Conti lasting longer than Anna.
3: But, I mean, she's not winning either yeah. way. Yeah. Um, but, no, I think I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with Thunder.
2: I'm going to go Thunder Rosa, too, and now that I think about it, something she said when she got beat down uh, by Nyla and Jade, and she said it on TV or she tweeted it, but she said, well, I'm, if people going to tag team me, I guess I got to find some help. And, I can see her using that and equating that to Reba to Jamie Hayter and the Brit if she wins. So and it'd be a good pop for the for the uh Chicago crowd because uh spoiler alert may not be popping later on for another Chicago Sun. Moving on, uh we're gonna get some more of this riff raff out of the way first. I have to mention it because contractually, I'm obligated to mention every match on this fucking card. Paul White versus Q.t Marshall. you know who you is know the know who thing wins? that's going to happen Nobody you don't care by the way, did you see that Billy Gunn and the Gun club turned on him Friday Wednesday?
3: did see that, and like,
2: you know, I want to care more, but I just don't i I have no care whatsoever for Paul White in any wrestling capacity. Like when he saved Shivani's son, that was fun because we hadn't seen him in forever. And and it was a, a one off. But and I want shooting? again, I want to care about
3: Paul White. I'm from South Carolina. He's from South Carolina. Like
2: I want to care, but I just don't. And you know what? God bless QT because either he must be the best trainer and guy ever, or he knows where 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 the bodies are buried with Tony and Cody or something. Cause to continue to be put in all of these major spots, I'm blown away. And by the way, for the factories to be such a big deal, I ain't ever seen Nick Comaroto wrestle and Aaron Solo do nothing but get beat up. So it's like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Anyway, okay, another riff raff match. Not because it involves riff raff, but because there's no build up whatsoever. is John Moxley. A.K.A. Cool Dad, because like he's just said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna be a dad." Versus Satoshi Kojima. We know is who's winning. How you think also a of match
3: that's gonna happen?
2: There's no way Kojima beats Moxley. No, no, no
3: there's not. Um, and, and like, so my thoughts are thus: I know Kojima's a legend because like I know he is, but like. I was never into like his time had come and gone by the time I got into Japanese wrestling. Yeah. So like I know of the name, but I don't like care in the same way that I know some fans will. Like I know for some of our, I know like for our fans over our our friends over at keeping it strong style, like this is a really big deal for them because like it was a big deal. Yep. it doesn't hit the same for me. And so I'm just like, okay, whatever, Mox is going to win. I don't really care about Mox, and so like that also limits my care in this
2: match. So like, yeah, fine,
3: it's happening. Let's move on.
2: I will tell you this. If this is building to him versus Tanahashi finally at, say, the Dome... I mean, it's got to be at this rate. It's got to be, and him calling out random Japanese wrestlers can be a cool thing. I appreciate that Moxley's getting more and more angry as more and more people are coming to the company. So if Moxley turns heel, y'all love y'all a, ba- a baby-faced John Moxley Dean Ambrose. But an unhinged John Moxley Dean Ambrose is unlike th- anything that you've seen. So that could be fun. Especially in the company I think where they'll I would literally be let him do anything. Behind
3: him if he would tur- I think I would be much more behind him if he turned heel.
2: I would, too, even though I don't want to see him and Eddie Russell again, because they're not good matches. They're great moments, but they're not good matches.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree on both fronts, but, like, I really do think I would be more behind him as a heel. Because, like, him as a quirky face just doesn't
2: hit for me. So, I'm gonna, the, the last two matches that are not title matches, I'm going to say for the end, because they're the most important matches on the card. Fair? Okay. Okay. So, let's go to the AEW TNT Championship. Now... I am often not a proponent of random-ass pairings. But Miro and Eddie Kingston give me that every day because, as the great modern philosopher Big E once said, Big eating men slapping slappin meat. I'm here all day.
3: I mean, like, I'm here for it, too, because, like, Miro finally has found his stride. This whole God's chosen champion thing it's is, so like,
2: great. so good,
3: so great. Um, I'll never tire of the like Loki Lana references. <laughs>
1: um,
3: I mean, I feel like she'll show up at some point as his like something.
2: Keep it a buck, probably Sunday.
3: I mean, yeah, let's be real. Um, so like expect a CJ sighting. Um, but like, Rusev wins, Biro wins. He is great. He is God's chosen champion. Eddie Kingston does great character work. I'm really happy for him. But, like, we know how this goes.
2: Eddie, If Eddie Kingston wins any big match in his career, they failed. And I say that not because I don't like him. I say that because he is Tommy Dreamer in 2021. And that the only reason Tommy was compelling was because he never won. Am I saying the reason I mean that is because Eddie is such a compelling talker? He is the best talker. I would venture to think maybe in the business, but Eddie ain't got no business winning because the conversation and the rhetoric and the promos are much better when he gets that close, and his trip is put away from him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's no different than that Some guy. Some people on the are block. better chasers. Yes, it's no different than a guy on the block that works super hard to barely make it, and then he wins the lottery, and then like he loses himself. I just, Eddie got to be that grimy dude, and you don't stay grimy by winning. Um, Some people are better chasers. Now, this match was a little late, but they worked overtime to try to give this some story. And ultimately, you don't need much story to talk about the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. But this match is for the AEW World Tag Team Championships in a steel cage. And it's important to note. A AW Steel Cage match is not a WWE one. The cage matters and I think they'll they'll use it well here. So obligatory fuck the young bucks. Okay. Um, yes, yes, second it.
3: So bear with me here. I see Chavo and Andrade helping the Lucha brothers secure the tag team titles. In a way, in a bid to solidify their loyalties for the actual showdown with Pac.
2: That's a good shout. I didn't think of that. That may be what happens. But also, the elite got like 17 different goons. They do. They do. But he Andrade... Yeah, but I mean, with all respect to Andrade, like I know the Good Brothers ain't shit, but like it's the Good Brothers and Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler. <laughs> no, like,
3: Nakazawa and Cutler don't fucking count.
2: But it's one dude against four people. Like e- even Stone Cold took some took some some L's getting jumped by four people.
3: Listen, listen, you don't gotta be you you don't gotta interfere very
2: long to get the job done. I mean, it's a cage. You got to do it long enough to climb up that motherfucker. Because no, there is no, there is no door. This cage doesn't have a door. I mean, you know, he'll find a way. I'd like to see it happen, but is that is that your prediction? The lose Brothers win? That's
3: my prediction. The Lucha Brothers win.
2: I would. I don't think it happens because the Young Bucks losing has to be a bigger moment to a more deserving team. Right now, the damn shade. No shade to the Luchas. The Luchas are fantastic but they're in a story that has nothing to do with tagging right now. And I feel like it, I don't want th- them to get the titles and beat. This is almost Trevor Murdoch again. I don't lose when you when there's a when there's a legendary or a or a strong, long tag team reign for as much as we may feel the way how we do about the young bucks. Their reign has been magnificent. They've beaten everybody. They have faced everybody. They've gotten more heat than they've ever gotten ever. They have flipped complete denominations from face to heel, they've done great work as the champions. So to lose it to a team that's then going to go to a, a story where they're not even the main person in the story just hurts the tag teams. Who should beat them is proud and powerful. That's the moment. I mean, all right. So I, I got the Bucks winning. Um, Britt Baker and Chris Statlander. Britt Baker. Anything else you want to say? D. M. D. Well done. Sorry, Chris. Um, The AEW World Championship match between Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. I would be more interested if Christian Cage didn't get the win. Then I'd be interested. But they killed it for me because now I know, ain't no way in hell, Kenny losing two times in a row.
3: I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. They had to find a way to get the Impact title off of him, so they took, you know, the easy route. Um, but, I mean, like, you know, it's fine, because Christian going to eat a one-winged Angel, and, like, we're going to move on to the next thing and just continue biding our time until Hangman, I guess. I don't fucking know. till Daniel Bryan shows up and makes him tap out to the Yes Lock.
2: Reportedly, Daniel Bryan is showing up at All Out. So does oh, he come really? out? to do it before
3: Arthur Ashe? I thought they were gonna blow their load at Arthur
2: Ashe. Well, the reasoning is that since Punk dropped it early. Oh, 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 okay. There's no reason to keep keep it up. Um, okay, plus, whatever. I'm sure if you're think if you're the way Tony is, and you know, right now he's cocky and a bitch. I'm sure he's thinking, well, if I could, I could move Danielson up to all out, and I could save Adam Cole or Bray Wyatt for. Arthur I mean, Ash.
3: you know, keep it a buck. He could save Adam Cole or Bray Wyatt because, like, either of them could show up at any time. Adam a Cole's chance. a free agent, free agent. He ain't got no known compete clause.
2: I was listening to David Shoemaker, The Masked Man, and Kaz, their show today, and they mentioned the idea that what if Daniel Bryan came out and, you know, yes, 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 all that, and Adam Cole, Adam Cole showed up and knocked him out with a chair, and just left. And that was how he made his appearance for the first time by taking out Daniel Bryan. I mean That would okay. be cool.
3: I mean, okay, fine. As long
2: as he plays as long
3: as they play something for you. As long well, as they keep something for you, I'm fine with it.
2: Understand. If he if he goes anywhere outside of WWE, that's his music. <laughs> I've
3: got something for you.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh um oh, yeah, so we both say Kenny, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. One-winged angel, and it's over. Before we get to these other two matches, does the main event of the night, is it the world title match, or do you yes. think it's Punk, and, and you think think Kenny and Christian close, close the show?
3: Because this company bills itself as sports-esque, and they bill themselves as more, as wins and losses matter, and blah, 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 blah. So, like, I'm going to say, I know, I know, Rance, I know. No, 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 you know
2: what I'm about to say. I'm about to say, boy, you journalism in, even when you don't know your journalism in.
3: Yeah, so they, you know, they're the company of wins and losses matter and all that bullshit. So, like, that would tell me, you know, speaking of all of that, what was Punk's big fucking complaint about a, or about being in WWE? I was the WWE champion, but John Cena was in the main event. So you mean to tell me this motherfucker gonna show up and tell Kenny you in the mid card now, bitch? I'm gonna uh, ice cream fire with Darby me. Allen in the main event.
2: <laughs> what, what's the Jay Z line? Uh, Dark Knight movie, got oh, and be a hero. Hero live or live long, long enough, enough to see to yourself, see yourself become, become the villain. villain? I yeah. mean, um, okay. But the reason I, I I pointed at you with the smile on my face was because you're journalisming, even when you don't know you're journalisming. Because, as you mentioned, wins and losses that matter, MJF versus Chris Jericho, if Chris Jericho loses, he has to retire. So, I, don't know. Now, I will say this. We do know that he's slated to possibly go on tour with Fozzie soon, and the Jericho cruise is coming up. So, we know he has other ventures coming.
3: But- we also know... We also know two other things that I think make it clear to me that MJF wins this match. We know that JR is reportedly going to be stepping away from commentary.
2: Can I say that he's, him and Tony both said this bullshit, so I don't know what's real. mean shit. He and Tony say a lot of fucking things. They do. Me- I want it to be true. Like I prayed for this. Please let it be true.
3: So, like, the report is that he's going to step away. And if he going to step away, you know, somebody got to fill that spot, even though they got a half dozen other fucking commentators. Jericho's the best of them. Um, but the other thing is, like, let's be real. Let's be true, you know. I'm not saying that he doesn't still like the business, because clearly he does. But, like, he knows he lost a step and he's 50-something years old. Everybody else can see it, too. Like, he's limited as fuck. And, like, the magic is gone. Other than people still love to sing Judas.
2: You know, as much as I want to agree with you, megalomaniacs don't realize their flaws. I mean, that's true. Ric Flair did say he'd never retire. Like, Chris Jericho is, for better or for worse, a megalomaniac. So, like, I'm pretty sure in his mind, yeah, he may say it because it sounds good. Well, I'm not as good as I used to be. Toby Keith. I'm not as good as I once was, but once I'm as good as I ever was. Oh, shit. You he just thinks that about that every day. Yo, you remember him? What the fuck ever happened to that MAGA douche? Yeah, let's not talk about him. He's not worth the
3: time. Well, that's right. He's not related to wrestling. This is a wrestling show. Uh,
2: even if he was, he's not worth the time. <laughs> um, I'll tell you this. If Chris Jericho wins, I understand that in wrestling... The face is meant to win the big blow off match. That's the whole point of it. I get that. If Chris Jericho wins this match, then what the fuck was the point What's the point? the last seven, eight months?
3: Well, not to mention not to mention like and again, you know, you're right, megalomaniacs don't know things, but like, you know, you go out with your back you go out with your back on the mat, staring at the lights. Like, the story writes itself. This is a perfect time to step
2: the fuck away. Like. Well, so I'll tell you this. I'll say this. I don't know how much I believe it, but to this point, the their stipulations have lasted. Cody said he'd never wrestle again for the world title, and to this point, he hasn't. I don't know how long that'll last, but to this point, give him credit. He hasn't. They swear that their stipulations matter. So I can see Jericho winning. And pulling a Cena and saying, well, I'll leave when I want to leave, but I know I got to step away for the young kids to get their thing. Oh, I, I, it'd be it'd be bullshit, but like I can see it happening.
3: I, I can also see it happening, but I'm going to eye roll the fuck out of it because uh oh, cringe
2: and and to be fair to give the, to give a W the credit. MJF has been the only guy to beat everybody. He could take a loss. It won't hurt him. Because he's beat everybody. Oh yeah, he he's Jericho. super protected. He beat Cody. He beat well he lost to Maki, but That's the only guy he lost to. Yeah, but I mean yeah, he's super protected. So like he could take the loss. But uh well, they, I you, beat, you know, he's beaten Jericho before. So like it's three and oh. He's been three times. So I I the return to CM Punk. Versus Darby Allin. Let me open it up to you with this. If CM Punk wins. We
3: are roasting him on the next show. We are spitting so much fire. That like we're going to burn the mics down.
2: (laughs) I understand. It's in Chicago. He's your biggest star. He's a legitimate mainstream star. But if CM Punk wins.
3: We are roasting him on the next show. We are burning the fucking mics down. We are going to spit so much fire.
2: (laughs) It's not often that one decision a company makes as a booking decision can tell you exactly where the company is headed, more so than if CM Punk loses or wins versus Darby Allin. If CM Punk makes Darby Allin go to sleep, then this
3: company is no different from any other carny-ass wrestling company, and it was all bullshit that y'all bought hook, line, and fucking sinker and let this carny-ass man lie to you about wanting to work with all these young bucks and blah, 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 blah. If this motherfucker beats Darby
2: Allen, it was all bullshit. <laughs> so, so we know what should happen. I'm going to ask you on the record. Mr. Morris. Uh Next week, we're
3: going to roast the fuck out of CM Punk. That's what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, Mr. Morris believes that CM Punk will, will obtain a victory. <laughs> and all out. I'm going to have the cojones to say that Tony Khan is crazy. But, but not, he's not stupid. That
3: and that Darby Allin's going to cough and drop this man into
2: obscurity. <laughs> I think I don't even think it's going to be. I don't even think it'd be. You know what? He should beat him clean, but roll up or something like that. But there's so much more of a story to tell of Punk realizing, damn, I ain't the same guy I was and building back up to that moment where he's the best in the world again. I think that's a more interesting story. And him walking, in off the street. Yo, is Brian Danielson gonna repeat the gimmick where he comes in and res
3: like resurrects people? Yo, man, you've been out the game too long. Let me train you up. I trained up oh, gulag. I trained up Gable.
2: Man, look, I don't know. <laughs> I tell you, I'm glad you mentioned Danielson. I want them to not to. <laughs> I don't want them to be in the same shot. If I see them together. Point. I know, right? First time that a guest <laughs> is gonna be But I wanna because man, it because it's too reminiscent of what they just left. If you're trying to set a new precedent, they don't need to be around each other.
3: You're right, but still good luck.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right, so on the record, punk wins for you, punk loses for me.
3: Alright. Yep. All right, we'll, we'll split the difference on that one.
2: Next week we'll see. Yep. Um, we bought
3: all. We bought all out, y'all, because you know that's what we do.
2: Spend money, baby. We, we buy the shows we want to watch. Um, I want to say while this, I think this will be this is their best card on paper. This is going to be the worst card they've ever had. This is going to be the worst pay per view from a from a from an enjoyment standpoint. So, like,
3: yeah, had. like for me, I'm just gonna say, and these are petty personal biases. There's not enough Hangman on this card. There's no Dark Order here. Like, I'm just... no, nope, I'm out. But, like, I'm going to watch and I'm going to enjoy it for what it is. But you're absolutely... No, like... No, in, in all seriousness, though, you're absolutely right. Like, it, it will probably be one of their weaker shows in, like, an actuality standpoint. Um, even though, on paper, it looks really good.
2: And to, to bring this thing full circle, the one match that saved the show for me, that I was... Extremely interested in is off the card Andrade versus Pac. Now the reasoning
3: they were telling a great story for that match.
2: Fantastic story. And the reasoning behind why Pac is missing, according to that shit rag, is apparently that and it's and (laughs) it's it's it's, that man speaks in such cryptic riddles and shit. The reasoning he said that Pac isn't showing up is the same reason Sasha wasn't at SummerSlam, but he won't just come out and say COVID like people are making the joke like I didn't know Sasha lived in England so it can't be travel issues or I didn't know Pac could get pregnant like they're making up all this bullshit because it's like <laughs> you just that's your report <laughs> you're not you're reporting something but you're not reporting something what is the point yeah no I agree yeah massively disappointed but nonetheless Tony Khan has assured us this match will happen and on a rampage no less so like he's trying to get them views on them Friday nights Keep getting them. Keep getting them checks on me.
3: Yeah. No. I mean, you know, do whatever you got to do to get that money. I guess.
2: Um, I got one quick question for you before we All move right. on. If Punk wins cleanly, cleanly, you think he'll still get a big pop? Yes. Cause, mind you, it's in Chicago. Yeah yeah he'll get a big pop if um, it wasn't in Chicago and he won clean, do you think he'd still get a big pop? I think it would be interesting to see because like I
3: hate him, but Darby Allen is over his fuck with people that aren't me,
2: but I think it's less of out Darby's overness, and I think it's more of we have a smarter crowd than ever, and we know the crowd is fickle, but the crowd swears that they don't want the part-time, well, he he says he's not a part-timer, cool, but the older guys stifling the younger guys. With respect to Hangman Page, there is no younger wrestler in that company hotter than Darby Allin. So again, I need to remind you, a 42-year-old guy who hasn't wrestled in seven years and has two massive MMA losses where he was embarrassed, walks off the street, and beef the guy clean, I, it just don't look good. I mean,
1: yeah,
3: I agree. But I mean, like, it'd be a stupid move, but I don't like Darby Allen. So I'm just like, oh, like he should win. Like he should. He's super over. I just can't stand him. Oh.
2: I, I that is I'm massively intrigued to see where they, what where the they go reaction with that
3: will be if he...
2: because I'm telling you that result of that one match will tell you where this company's going to be in the next year literally that one result and 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 following reaction will tell you the entirety of where they're going to be from now till next September and I know that sounds asinine but like no, me but it's September. important,
3: but it's important because like up to this point, you know, and you and I have said this a lot, and it it's still just bears repeating up to this point, they've yet to really do anything to just massively disappoint their fan base. they're just continuously cooking with grease. I was disappointed by the result of the hangman situation, and like I get why they did it, but like that still disappointed me. I thought it's bad storytelling, but um. For the most part, you know, this is a company that is yet to really upset their fans. And so they've just got all this massive amounts of goodwill. And it's really going to be interesting to see how do the people react the first
2: time the company does something to upset them. I'm interested, man. Like, they've always, all the negatives that they've had, they've always found a way To say oh well you know what we give him the benefit of the doubt Can't do that too much longer
3: Well and what I'm really interested to see is You know Is Tony going to have the patience For the first time they do something That they know is going to be controversial Because I think that like you know We give him a lot of credit for being Willing to pivot and react To when things go poorly And in some ways that is To your benefit for sure but, like, what about when you know you're going to do something that the fans aren't going to really like and, like, you still have a plan for moving past that? And it's like, okay, Tony, I need you to not, like, come out here and, like, backtrack and do your bullshit. I need you to just
2: let us tell a story. Hey Amen. Time will show and time will see. Um, yeah. Let's get out of here with some quick hits. You ready? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. CM Punk announced, uh, or not announced, but mentioned why AJ Lee, he doesn't think, will ever come back to wrestling. Apparently, she has a neck injury. So no AJ, AJ Lee unless this is a work. What you think?
3: I mean, I think that AJ is incredibly happy with her career as a writer and speaker and loves what she does. And I don't think AJ really desires to go back to that life.
2: Or should she? Josh Alexander from Impact finally announced today that this is the first time he can consider himself a professional wrestler because he no longer works by vocationally. He is strictly paid by wrestling. Shout out to Josh Alexander.
3: Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. And Josh Alexander is such a badass fucking wrestler, too.
2: Really good. Really good. Fantastic. Uh, John Cena was scheduled to be on Stone Cold's Broken Skull Sessions, but apparently is being replaced by Seth Rollins. Something, is there something there or Nothing. Ah, uh,
3: probably not. John's busy as fuck. He does all the Hollywood shit.
2: Roosh is out of action after undergoing knee surgery. Um, there was there was some, some concern that something major was going on with him down in Mexico, but he's out for a while. All love and respect to Roosh. Get healthy, brother. Um, Bandito will take over. He's been great as champion over there, so shout out to Roosh. Max Caster back, yo. You see uh-huh. that? Jesus, I didn't see that, no. Max Caster made his return on Dark, helping uh Bowens beat somebody. I don't, Griff Garrison, I think it was, at the Varsity Blondes. Didn't rap. It was in the middle of a match where he helped his partner. So apparently Max Caster is back in AEW. Okay, okay, okay.
3: I mean, I don't wish anybody to get fired. Just like, you know, maybe stop with the shitty raps, bro. Like, I don't care if you want to rap, but like, stop with like, the gross lyrics.
2: Yeah, rapping is rapping is who he is. I don't, I don't, I don't see that. Yeah, I'm cool with
3: that being your gimmick. But like, I'm gonna need you to, you know, not be making so many ridiculously bad decisions.
2: So apparently, the WWE Japan division was d- dissolved. Now, this isn't their social division, but the division that they built in thoughts of getting building like an actual. Branch over there. Apparently, that was dissolved uh, this past week.
3: Some ideas you read about when they're happening, and you're just like, this is not reading the room correctly. And when they announced that they were going to put a branch over there, I was just like, ooh, yeah, Japan is one of the only places where I'm just like, I don't think this is necessarily going to work for you. And here we are.
2: Yeah, there's reasons for that, but it it failed before it even got started. Yep. And my last quick hit for you that I feel we can get out of here on. um, The rumors of NXT's demise were greatly exaggerated, sir. All the reports coming out were that Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchett were going to take over the production of NXT. But apparently what that means is quite literally what it sounds like. They are taking over the production in terms of how it looks and how it will be framed and how to be marketed. The booking still belongs with Hunter, William Regal, Matt Bloom, and Shawn Michaels. So once again, wrestling fans work themselves into the shoot.
3: Oh, God. Does that mean we're going to have Kevin Dunn camera cuts on the next T now?
2: I mean, they Kevin Dunn is... is over all television production, so he was already doing it. He uh, just never realized it. That That is perfect. That's a perfect example of the placebo effect in order because we weren't told it was Kevin Dunn. We never thought it was, but it was him the whole time. Fucking camera cut-ass WWE. Stop with the camera cuts. Shout out to AEW uh, having a Kevin dunn camera cut when CM Punk couldn't hit the GTS correctly
3: oh aew (laughs) finding ways to fuck up
2: what else you got before we get out of here big dog um i don't think i've got anything other than you know what we say
3: every week y'all buy buy the shit that you say that you support um check in on your loved ones
2: by the way for the record i'd be remiss if i didn't note new japan got a pay-per-view this weekend (laughs) <laughs> which one? Wrestle Grand Slam. That was supposed to happen in July. It's happening now. Um, you have um, Shingo versus Evil, which main event night two. Um, I, I know Robbie Eagles is defending against Hiromu. Um, on one of the nights, I can't remember which night it is. I know Okada's face and Jeff Cobb. I mean, there's some stuff that's maybe interesting, but ultimately nobody gives a fuck. Um, Tanahashi and Ibushi for the 50,000th time. But uh, yeah, we, we basically in get to the G1 time. And I can tell you now that wh- I know how you feel about him, and I'm not his biggest fan. But Will Ospreay playing the rifle champion versus Shingo playing the actual champion... Unifying the belt in the Tokyo Dome is the it'll right way to go. a great match. It'll be a great match. You know, fuck Will Ospreay, but like, it'll be a great match. Absolutely the right way to go, I think. And after that, I have no earthly fucking idea what you do.
3: Um, Great question, and I learned to stop trying to get in Ghetto's head a long time ago. Shout out to Evil. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, man, well... Hey, that's all I got, big dog. So get out of here.
3: Yeah. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Dr. S'mores. You can find our missing brother in arms, Carl, on Twitter at Outsider And you can find
2: good brother Rants on Twitter at Gato is a wanker. Also known as It's Ray Cash. R A Wise Mysterio C A S H as in Dollars.
3: Of course, the show is at Outsiders Edge C S. We are part of the ChairShot Radio Network at ChairShot Media, where you always
2: use your head. la like Facts,
3: facts, 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 facts. And as always, y'all, we here at the Outsider's Edge are some increasingly less young gentlemen doing everything that we can trying to make it out here in this world. Sometimes we're gonna have to hit you with some, you know, real rough things like, you know, news that we don't want to have to share. And other times, we're going to have to hit you with them jokes like, God damn, Trevor Murdoch's the NWA
2: champion? Ain't that a bitch? (laughs) Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, Harley Race, Trevor Murdoch. God (laughs) damn.
3: But no matter what, y'all, we're just out here chasing our dreams. And you've got to respect that. Because if you don't, well, just like the NWA don't respect its title.
1: We ah, sure
3: don't give a fuck.
2: I can't, I can't give a fucking better than that ending.
3: <laughs> Thanks for listening. Catch y'all next time. <laughs>